Hello listeners and happy Christmas. Before we start this week's show, I just want to let you know that we did actually record this on video. Um, we're going to be sharing it through our coffee page, not because we're desperately trying to get you all to donate, but just because it was kind of a last minute, not really planned thing at all. So we just used the recording port straight from Google Meet which doesn't look fabulous because it's on to present mode. You can only see one person at a time. So rather than stick that out for the whole world to see on YouTube, we're just going to put it on coffee and anyone can go there and see it if you want to. There won't be any need to donate to see it. At least that's how it should work. Um, and yes, yeah, so if you want to see our fabulous hats, which we talk about in the show, then go there, click that link. It should be up very shortly after the podcast itself lands on Christmas Eve. I hope you all have as good a Christmas as you can possibly have this year. And we are thinking of you all and we look forward to speaking to you again in the new year. Bye. And welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast for a festive special because it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> well, actually, it's not looking much like Christmas, but I've checked the calendar. It's very nearly Christmas. And so we've got a fabulous, this is the closest we're going to get to an office Christmas party this year. And here at our lovely office Christmas party is the fabulous Rachel. Rachel, Hello. how are you? Yes, I'm here. Um, or I'm actually quite warm, usually very, very cold in the house, but because we're wearing our festive hats um mine is a sort of like hat scarf combo type bear thing so uh, it's keeping me yeah. keeping me very toasty warm which is lovely so yeah all good it's quite wet outside rather than snowing but uh yeah apart from that all good <laughs> <laughs> I do love the fact that in this post-apocalyptic world in which we live in, you are actually already at the point where you're hunting bears and skinning yeah. them. I mean, <laughs> shall I put, shall I put that, the actual hood up so that we can see it in all its glory? There we go. Yeah. It's it's it looks fabulous. I I think I need good, one. Right? <laughs> I think I need one. Um, Joining us with less bear but more tinsel, uh, the fabulous John Whitmore. John, how yeah, are well, you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. <laughs> I can't, what were we talking about? What? <laughs> we're talking about the fact that you look like a fat <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, I've got some really big <laughs> tinsel on my head, and I'm just, yeah. And a ball of light. Nice. And, yeah, yeah you were balancing lights. a ball of lights on your head earlier. <laughs> Carefully placed, not even unraveled, just put the whole ball plugged in. <laughs> if John electrocutes himself this evening, we accept no responsibility. Um, taking the far more sensible sartorial tinsel option is the wonderful Claire. Claire, <laughs> how are you? I'm all right. Um, I'm much better than I was last week, thank you. Yeah. And um, Very I'm afraid I haven't it. got such a great uh, Christmas hat as, as you, uh, Graham, but. I've got um, well, just some simple know. tinsel <laughs> you, to tie up my well, hair. Well, you still look great. And I love the fact yeah. that we can see your Christmas oh, tree yes. in the back now. And it's it's the fresh new one, not oh. the dead one. It, Skeleton yeah, one that we were talking yeah, about. I'm glad. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I was yeah. And based on what you said to us before, Claire, I look forward to seeing that Christmas tree in the background of your screen until about yeah, May. Yeah, June, <laughs> August maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so obviously we're here to discuss the mm. year that's been, but perhaps more positive, we want to talk about what's coming in the future 
And who better to talk to about stuff in the future? Welcome back for Christmas, Ian! Hey! Special guest, Aid. <laughs> Special superstar guest, Aid. Looking very dapper. Thank you, dude. Do, do you like the ears? Yeah. <laughs> <Just like laughs> and the ones on my hat. It is an honour and a privilege to be here, of course. Aww. And it's very, very good to see you all. It's great to see you do. It's really noticeable as I look at this because we, as we've been doing the last few weeks, we're doing this usual, using Google Meets. We can see each other on video, which is wonderful, and you can tell the difference between mm, the riffraff and the person who has been doing video stuff every week, every day for the last. Whether Aid looks very well lit <laughs> and very professional, whereas. We're a bit of a grab bag of uh, fuzzies. <laughs> Badly well, fuzzies thank you for noticing. Yes, <laughs> sadly, good. my professional life mostly includes doing about five or six hours of video calls every day at the moment. Uh, and so I have I have played around a little bit with the setup, you know. So, so you were excited to be here for this video call just before Christmas as well. <laughs> yeah, right? I've had a few days off. <laughs> I'm all right, Rach, actually. Thank oh, you. But okay. no, no, anyway, this is fun, isn't it? Like the, 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 the ones where I have to argue with other people are less fun. Um, but yeah, this this. this I just know that's going to be a bit <laughs> like no this promises. as well. Yeah, yeah. Graham. I was going to say, do you remember what Graham's like, Aid? <laughs> I, I do. That sort of thing sticks with you, you know, through life. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to do a surprise cheat shots challenge, Judge tonight just to oh get <laughs> i've got christmas in a couple of days I mean, <laughs> yeah so like our listeners may not know because obviously whilst you've not been doing the sunny 16 podcast you have still been doing podcasts on the regular with the future of photography and that has been you've been doing video podcasts you've been living this future dream of video yeah. podcasts how's that been because We've done it once and found it scary. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's all right actually. You get used to it after a while. So I mean, yeah, the the one of the things about future photography is the shows are roughly about 30, 40 minutes. So, you know, yeah, I can just about hold it together for that long. So if anybody's watching the video of this, look out for how I start behaving about 45 minutes in because I might lose the plot a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hard part, isn't it? It's managing to continue looking interested in something somebody else is saying for all that time. Because normally, when we're just on audio, I'm I'm staring off into space. I'm playing with whatever. Right, what are you saying? I'm not really. Guys, I'm playing. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. This is a whole revelation to me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm listening attentively to your every word is what I'm actually doing. Um, well, a, because we haven't had a chance to catch up with you since when was it? I think end of July when we last. Is it that long ago? Sorry, that's my bad. I, it, I shouldn't be away for that. Yeah, yeah. Now we know it's your bad. Don't worry. None of us were feeling like it was our fault. We're all well aware whose fault it is. <laughs> um, what have you been up to? Have you been out? and been able to engage with photography at all this year given how busy uh, that's a good question uh yeah yes and no is the sort of answer so um often i like to be out and about to take photographs i haven't had so much opportunity to do that as you might expect uh but i have really tried so i know last i was here we were no doubt I was being castigated for selling off all my film cameras or some such nonsense <laughs> um and uh, but that i happened I, after you left the show Kate. did it it did. Oh, yeah, no, yes, but since not not since July because that was earlier this year. I think most of it. Mm. Um, the the camera that travelled the furthest. Big shout out to Brian Casey. Uh, if you're listening, Brian, I'm glad the camera got there in the end, mate. So uh, this was a uh, an instant for a Lomo instant camera that I sent to Ireland, and it took about 
four or five months to get there. What? Whoa. Whoa. No. <laughs> well for the Christmas deliveries, does it? The one, I, the one I sent to Berlin, Australia, got there in about two weeks, right? <laughs> the one to go to Ireland took four months. Wow. Uh, but I, I, so, yeah, I mean, all, all joking aside about doing five, six hours of, of video conferencing, which isn't a joke, it's true. Um, but but so, so I have a camera, of course, that gets used constantly. I've been making photographs. Look, I've brought some of my prints. I've been printing a lot. Listen, listen mm. to this. Yeah, you, That's Oh, go. good. That's Ooh. a good snapshot, <laughs> isn't it? That's what I've been doing since I last spoke to you all. <laughs> Can we see them? Is it in? So, I was going to say, yeah, is it what Instax, kind of printing? Or is it? No, these are these are six by fours. Uh, they are oh. printed on my Canon selfie printer, which is a Dyson oh, okay. printer. I love that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's awesome. Um, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can see. So I won't show you them all because it's quite <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I've just been trying to print stuff and having fun. And uh, I also got I got a new phone since I last spoke to you. So I now have, first time in five years I got a new phone. So so the camera in that is is way way more impressive than what I had. So I've been playing with that. So some of it's like technical stuff, like playing with night mode stuff. I don't say I can't mm -hmm. find it night mode mm -hmm. photographs now. Uh, oh, there we go. Here's one. Look, here's one I took the other, the other day. At a Christmas light show. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Very nice. What did you take that on? That's it's not my phone. Is it? My phone in night mode. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, it's, yeah, it's it's beautiful. The reflection is a was a pool. Mm. Um, that, that is in so the trees are all lit up because it's a, a garden i go to it's a place called uh the royal horticultural society garden at wisley and uh they do oh, a, yeah. a big christmas light show every year so there's, there's mm. that one uh i've been playing uh what i did what phone did you get aid sorry this seems like a question people sorry, would be what, yelling what at the phone did i get I, I got the what i got the biggest yeah. phone in the world because i've been back to like 1989 <laughs> it's the iphone 12 got, Pro Max. like an aerial that you pull up uh, it doesn't. I should get one of those, shouldn't I? Look, look. So, so, so I don't know if you can see how big that is compared to my face. It's like it's it's quite enormous. <laughs> um, well, and, yeah. And for listeners that don't know, whilst Aid may have an elf fat on his face, is pretty huge. He's <laughs> no true. It's big got face. here's an interesting one, right? It's got a lidar scanner in it, and I was doing three D scans, and you can then you can then send three D models to people. Uh, that believe it a lot is is a picture of our living room and although it looks all bitty and horrible uh, it doesn't look anywhere near that tidy usually <laughs> and then i really the, like that effect though that's very cool it looks a bit yeah. like a, an instant um photographic collage actually yeah. that you've got doing like is, some emotion lifts and things. it does and it and it has a sort of spooky 3d quality to it mm. as well um but i mean these things are amazing right i tell you what, i know it's not really the the core topic for this show but the, the the these things are amazing there's one i took of ellie right so that that's for those that can't see it uh this is a black and white picture it's a full-length body shot shot on a white background except it isn't it was just shot in the living room and it was that that's straight out of camera there's a mode on the phone that cuts you out and lit lights you and puts you in black and white with a high key background. That's like <laughs> one click. And, mm. and I'm just playing and having fun. I'm having loads yeah. of fun, yeah. right? loads of fun. And that's why I've got all these photographs, look, which I, I brought to, to talk about and show you all and you know, muck about with and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Dare I ask, when, when all was sent to Australia and to Ireland and all the other places, things wang their way off to what if anything survived the great analog camera slaughter of 2020 <laughs> i'm not going to give up the polaroid you gave me i still got that 
because it's got the googly eyes on it, isn't it? That that was the reason why. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. I still have a couple of holgers. Um, oh, you do. I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised you've still got your holgers. Actually, I think mm. that might be it. I think I may only have three film cameras now. But that. What about so, your, um, yeah. What about your Instax Mini? No, that Do went. Have, did that go? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything except the the Polaroid and the two holgers, I think. But I couldn't find my pinhole camera, so I don't know if I still have that or not. I don't guess if I can't find it. <laughs> Do one of us have it? I don't. <laughs> Uh, I think so. We got no. it, Graham. No, it's not here. If you definitely do. not here. Yeah. No, if you do, not. welcome to keep it. Um, I, I, no, I didn't. Think so. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't. Uh, so, I did, is that right? And I got rid of quite a few digital cameras as well. So, uh, mm -hmm. I now have one good digital camera, and I have my my Olympus Tough waterproof camera, which mm -hmm. I still love. is awesome. Mm -hmm. And if I was ever to get rid of that, or uh, I would probably just. Get, be getting rid of it to buy the next generation of it or three generations along or whatever it is now um don't know but yeah i sold all the digital cameras as well it's quite good i enjoyed it did it do the thing that you were hoping it would do which is kind of did you feel like it lifted that weight off your shoulders that was yeah, sitting totally there? It, it it has worked and you know that's why i'm here showing you photographs um mm. the yeah so i swapped out my uh my my main digital camera which was a fuji xt1 i swapped that out for the xt3 uh because uh i was i wanted to use it for video and the xt1 didn't have a clean hdmi out so I wanted to, uh, so I went for the next one up the line because I already had the new lenses. It was a second-hand one because it's, and it's an older generation model, so it didn't cost me too much. Uh, and that's great. And that's what I'm using now for the, you know, for this call, that camera. Um, it works a treat, gets used all the time. Um, very rarely does it come off the tripod on my desk. <laughs> and most, almost everything I'm shooting is with my phone, which is, mm. you know, and it's just that, and it's just whatever I want to shoot, whenever I want to shoot it and play around and muck about with stuff and all the free friction is gone and uh it's really nice yeah. it's really nice to be back <laughs> to be making photographs and not worrying about stuff what i seem to recall i got had... a lot of it i seem to recall i got a lot of abuse for recommending that you sold all your equipment on that episode and yeah. people slagged me off but it worked didn't it <laughs> yes and thank you for your support absolutely right, it's, yeah. it, it, it did work it was what i needed to do and it's not yeah i just it's not that I don't like film photography. Uh, it's mm. just that there was something I, I had to change. I had to break the cycle. Mm. So that's done. And I'm making lots and lots of photos and enjoying myself now. Excellent. That's the most important thing. Sorry, Rich, you I, say I was just going to ask Ada what kind of things, because he was you were just saying, Ada, that you were shooting whatever you wanted to that felt right and stuff. I just wondered what kind of content it was, what sort of subject matter that you found that you've ended up being drawn to during that's lockdown. A very interesting question thank you um uh so mm -hmm. it is a, it's different from when i was mm -hmm. you know deliberately going out with a film camera to shoot stuff then i would typically be shooting portraits you know mm -hmm. uh, candid portraits mostly um it's a bit more freeform now so i mean some of my some of my favorite stuff and prints on the walls in the house and things back from, you know, the early days of, of proper smartphones, you know, in 2008, 2009, 2010, that sort of thing. Um, you know, a lot of that was just very much whatever, a little patch of light that, uh, that caught my mm -hmm. eye or, 
a detail here or very little of it was, you know, oh, I'm going to go out and take a landscape today or, or anything like that. Um, so it's back to that sort of thing. It's a much broader range of stuff. That much I'm more instantaneous by the sounds of things. It's like yeah. you see it and you capture it rather yeah. than it being a planned, like, I'm specifically looking for this. Yeah. So, I mean, part of that is, you know, circumstances beyond all our control, you know, because <laughs> it's difficult to make plans. Just, right? yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, but, you know, it, there, there's definitely a freedom in it. You know, it's, um, you know, it, it is, and it is something as simple as light, right? Light has always mm -hmm. been my thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and a patch of light it'll ca will catch my eye and, and I'll take a photo of it and I'll maybe take two or three photos of it to try and capture what I think I'm seeing, you know, and, and then move on and be done with it. And then at the end of the day, they're all just there and I can play around with them on my phone or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. and it's all good. Yeah, just... That's an interesting point, actually. Did you sell a lot of your lighting equipment too, or did you keep all of that? Hmm, that's a good question. Did I sell? I didn't sell any. Um, they've all been moved around, though. So, so rather than just being in the corner of my study where I grabbed them in a moment, a lot of them, are, a lot of the light stands and things like and backdrops and stuff like that, are now all in the loft, right? Um, because they just weren't getting used. Um, I've kept a couple out though. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just the, the the do a bit more regularly get used um i, I i'm actually you know christmas shopping for myself for more lights because <laughs> <laughs> lights you can never have enough lights and of course now we live in a world where there's video conferencing all the time mm -hmm. right so both me and emma my, my wife we work from home we're both on video calls a lot so half the lights i thought were mine are now in her study <laughs> 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 Right. So, so, you know, uh, the, every time I go to take a photo and think, well, I know the light I need, it's always part of some <laughs> semi-permanent setup somewhere in the house now. So that's the thing that you find though, isn't it? Like, because, um, like this year, obviously we've been, I've been doing more like video workshops and things like that and trying to set up Patreon and it, you end up with kind of like this setup that you then kind of can't move really because you're like okay well I've got to do the next video and then the next thing's got to come up. and so there's never a point where you are able to kind of claim that space back <laughs> you just kind of end up with that in your house becoming part of yeah. the, the general furniture <laughs> so, so I'm quite fortunate in the you know I had because what I'm doing is 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 basically video calls rather than professional work like you do <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm in one spot so I have my desk it's set up with the lights with the camera with the microphone with the speakers right. you know that sort of thing and it's not and, in the middle of your living room <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> separate space yeah. no no and we have shifted the house around through the year because we we mm. use the house yeah you know, family of four right and and the house isn't massive um you know uh, we're not squished either not complaining but we've we've shifted it around because we're all here so much more often and we do different mm. stuff in that house now. so you know i'm my study is what what was a spare room um and you know we don't have a spare room anymore because nobody's allowed to come visit so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't need that don't need wow. that anymore so it's my study now so yeah my semi-permanent video setup is all mm. based around my desk so but but it's just that it, you know where um all the lights of thought I had that could be picked up at a moment's notice are all deployed now. Deploy That's a good word, isn't it? They're deployed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like they are genuinely fee earning lights now. N admittedly, not in a creative sense, in a, in a in a corporate yeah uh, mm. sense, mm. but they are fee earning lights. <laughs> so, what's been the best lights? Like, because honestly, I I mean. I could have done with you around here last week to help you with my lighting situation. It was a bit of a disaster, but. Putting that aside for the time being, what have been the best lights you've picked up lately? 
What's the hotspot? The one I've got my eye on. Oh, very good. The the one I've got on my eye on is Aperture. We're just just about releasing uh, smaller, cheaper versions of some of their their really good LED, what they call cob lights. So, you know, chip. Uh, I think there's some sort of chip on board, but um, it's, it's the really bright LED ones um, that they just look like they've mm-hmm. got a single huge LED, yellow LED on them. Um, there's a couple of those coming out now that are really very very affordable, much cheaper than they would have been in the past. I mean, they're still a couple under a pound a piece, but um, so I'm not going to buy loads of them. Um, maybe one mm. as a treat to myself. Um, uh, th- those are looking good. And uh, just really, it's about it's about any, anything that will fit in the space, right? The, the, you know, the, that does the job, right? So I'm using Yongnuo light one type things, you know, cylindrical jobbies on my desk. I've got two of those, one to provide ambient, one to just mm. provide a little fill on my face, you know, it just, it's any, any, anything that fits the bill really. It's, it's been great fun shopping. I mean, I'm you know, just buying <laughs> stuff to bolt onto the desk and, and things <laughs> like that. It's good. <laughs> That sounds pretty awesome. Is it with your stuff with lights at the moment? Is it almost entirely LED based stuff? Are you doing much flash stuff these days? No, no, um, not you're doing any flash stuff at all. It's, it's all LED because it's all video. So mm. um, continuous know, source light. It's continuous of, light. Yeah, yeah, and of course, yeah. You know, given I'm shooting a lot with a phone, I mean, I don't use a lot. I don't do big lighting setups very often for the phone, but of course, the phone doesn't work with flash, so. Uh, is, is there actually is there any way of triggering a flash from a phone? Are there well, adapters I think or anything like that? Profoto Pro will tell you there is, and they'll charge you a thousand pounds for the privilege. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wouldn't bother. <laughs> you, you have to be asking some serious questions about your life choices when you're paying that kind of money to uh, shoot studio lights with a phone. That's... Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'd be long. Get an aware. assistant. You could pay for an assistant. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't i don't think it's going to be long away before they they figure out how to do this stuff but mm-hmm. but no it's 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 they, they, the phones are just not built that way you know they yeah. they, they don't have the circuitry yeah. you know um so uh yeah, but but it's uh yeah it's just just fun yeah so definitely if the in the january sales if if such things still exist um if they have, if have things haven't been on sale since black friday and all the way through um then maybe I'll buy a light as a Christmas present to myself. You know? Yeah, you, you can never have too many lights is what I've learned from you. You can <laughs> never have too many lights. When it's just lights. perpetually dark. Do you know, Aid? Yeah. There's some um, Christmas lights. There. Yeah. Yes. I thought of you the other day when um, Graham, Graham, I don't know if you told everybody that you managed to um, um, – come off your bike remove yourself from your bike <laughs> oh, no, no, didn't um, uh, i chose to leave i chose to park company yes, with it whilst it was in, moving whilst in motion um but he, for, for people who can't see he is still here smiling and wearing an elf hat so we know that mm-hmm. he's he's all right all right um but um i thought of aid the other day because you were talking about um getting a bag for your bike for putting camera stuff into and i was like oh it's the bag show that you never got to make <laughs> aid. Show. I know, right? <laughs> so exciting so yeah uh, yeah yeah uh well you know just love to but you know i haven't i haven't had the bag yet for christmas so can't <laughs> well I mean, next time next time we'll definitely do the bag show oh, missing out. um Speaking of, actually, what's on the subject of lighting? I want to I want to turn to John now because John, right. when we last spoke, you just done your photo shoot where you were using 
projected mm. light and mm-hmm. projected image to try and capture stuff. How did that all work out in the end? Uh, I was, as I expected, there were a lot of duff shots because I was doing selfies or self-portraiture um, on a film camera. So I was like hoping it was going to be in focus when I was running around to the front and getting in, in the frame. Uh, so there were a lot where I was out of focus. There was a lot where I was like too low, I'd crouch too low down or like <laughs> I was stood up too much. Um, but I was really, like, I had a couple of frames that I was really pleased with. And mm-hmm. I guess that's just, that's the gamble, isn't it? When you're doing things like that, you, mm-hmm. you, you're not going to hit every shot. Um, so yeah, I was, I was really pleased. And I overexposed a couple of them as well because I hadn't quite metered correctly. Um, but it was okay. It was the Two of them are, are definitely usable. Well, your final two images, I've, se- I've seen them. They look great, John. Re- really, really like them. Very atmospheric. Um, are they how you originally envisaged it? Um, with that setup, yes. Originally, I, I think I talked about this previously, I was hoping to do full length shots. But the reality of doing like a rear projection on a sheet, it, it you need an enormous amount of space. You're pretty tall as well, to be fair. If it was me, you'd be kind of okay. I had no idea how far away the projector needed to be from the sheet Mm. to get a big image on it. Um, So I didn't, because I didn't really plan that part of it, I had to then suddenly go for more of a cropped shot. Um, But yeah, like the the way those turned out in that setup, yeah, it it was pretty close to what I I thought was going to happen. I would have liked to spend more time and have more lights yeah, but when you're working by yourself, trying to do the lighting as well is really difficult. <laughs> yeah, trying to work out where the light's falling on you, and then then you've got the added that random really factor hard. of running into a spot, yeah. and any small movement means the light's falling on you slightly differently. If you're a little bit closer to the light, the exposure goes on it. You know, it's, that it's is really hard to do to to run and move like that. Especially yeah, you go like aiming for like a delicate Rembrandt and and. <laughs> 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 they weren't spread. delicate. Yeah. <laughs> delicate was not the word I was doing. <laughs> but no, it's good. It's great fun as well. That I mean, was that's the important bit for me. <laughs> given like the the fact that you did have success with it, even though it wasn't as much as you want to, because of the fact that you were the model and so doomed from the start. <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> people in glass houses. Um, I did. I did. Some, hey! I did do some silhouetted, and they're loads better. <laughs> Um, but like the technique, yeah. the the idea of using the, the rib has the has that how successfully that idea at least worked out. Has that got the neurons firing for stuff you're going to do in future? Can you see this being something you come back to um, again? I would love to work with a model on something like that, so I could spend more time and do more variations. Excuse me, of, of backdrops as well. So mm. that's something else I didn't plan. I had one, I had two images that are projected over one roll, and I wish I'd varied those images more as well just to get different looks to it so i'd love to spend more time with an actual model doing that or mm. some and then you can direct way. can't you and and really yeah. kind of yeah yeah you're, not, you're just not worrying about the same things you can yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun technique to kind of yeah. put somebody in a different environment really easily and yeah it looks it looks fake you know, there's no it's like when you mm. see in a film and they used to do like people sat in a car didn't mm. they and they'd have like a projector of the movement behind yeah, them and it just yeah. looks really obvious but um i think that's 
Like I'd, I'd have to, you've got to iron the sheet as well. That's something I didn't do. And you can see a big crease in the back. <laughs> have you seen, John, have you seen the, uh, any of the stuff that's come out in the last year or so about how they shot the Mandalorian? Yeah. 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 That's phenomenal, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was that the they had a, they, yeah, they had a lot of ironing on the crew as well. So, uh, <laughs> For those who don't know, they're all there like firing the steamer on the iron, (laughs) just going around. (laughs) Okay, so I don't watch a lot of Star Wars stuff, I have to admit, but there's this the show The Mandalorian, which is uh, set somewhere in the Star Wars universe and has been on Netflix, I think, uh, most of this year. Uh, Oh, no, it's Disney, wasn't it? It's on Disney, Disney, of course, because Disney Disney owns Star Wars now, doesn't it? Yeah, I forgot that. So, so, um. It, a lot of it is shot, and instead of being shot on green screen, they've got these LED isn't ceilings it? and stuff like that. And they're actually, they're actually, it's not projecting because it's LED. So what, what would it be? Uh, uh, it's just it's a screen. Displaying. Yeah, yeah it's a big screen. And so instead of yeah. walking down a corridor that's made just of green sheeting, you know, you're actually walking down a corridor that's got a walls and a ceiling, and it's all displayed there. And they, that's actually how they capture it. The cameras. Mm they use and they're doing 3d modeling so that whichever camera that they're on the background shifts to be the right projection for you know a gym in this case a geometric projection not a you know not not a a, a light projector uh for for that angle of view and everything yeah. comes around and so um it's just some phenomenal stuff there i'm imagining john that was a lot like your shoot mm. it, it was identical yeah <laughs> in fact they took the inspiration from you didn't they john of course yeah um, i've been contracted to disney all year you know it's just it's been a great year for it <laughs> Also, the Mandalorian mostly wears his pajamas, doesn't he, John? So another thing yes. you've got in common, and a mask when he goes out in public as well. That's the whole. Isn't there a thing that he never takes the mask off or something like that? The character never takes the mask off. Yeah, no spoilers here. No spoilers. I, I genuinely <laughs> haven't seen any of the shows. I've just seen the, the things that hit the the interwebs about how they produce it. So, mm. yeah. it's like one benefit of that yeah. is, I guess, related bring it back to photography that you could do is um they get environmental lighting as well because it's surrounded by leds it's like in a green screen scenario you'd have to set up fake lighting wouldn't you to simulate the environment somebody's in but yeah. with that led they're actually getting all the different colors and the strength of lighting from all the directions as well and that just it adds so much when you get like reflections in eyes and on shiny surfaces and stuff like that it's it's really impressive well, they're making these things at resolutions you can see that stuff now. I mean, they're shooting all of this stuff. A lot of it's being shot in 8K now, isn't it? And being produ- and, mm-hmm. yeah, reduced down to 4K. So there's a hell of a lot of information in there. Yeah. So um, spooky. Anyway, yeah. sorry. It's big, expensive business. No, no, no apologies. It's, it's all fascinating stuff. This is, this is why you're here, Aid. You're here because we're a bunch of country bumpkins who don't know about any of this future <laughs> stuff. And then um, we need you here to let us know what's going on. Uh, well, John, you, you know more about this stuff than we do. Um, but <laughs> I think Rachel, Claire and myself are like, what? Oh, they use lights. <laughs> well, that's fun. Um, I think we're very much still in the page of like the car with the projection in the background. That's where we're at with cinematography. <laughs> that's how far we I, mean, I do, I like, I do love that look. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant look, isn't it? No matter how hey, it works. It's a cheap and hazard. The thing is, like, when, when I first saw uh, the photos that John came up with, I was like, I li- this is literally what I did for my A-level photography. Oh, uh, really? that, wow. Yeah, it, which was hilarious because... 
um rather but it rather than it being me um that i projected on i found some some random other person was like okay you're gonna stand in this room and i'm gonna take photos of you i'm also gonna like you're gonna have to take your top off and i'm gonna have to project stuff on you <laughs> so oh, so you did oh, you did front projection then so yes the i did some front projection I, I did try some rear projection as well but i ended up um the images i liked the most um were actually like front projection and it was using some um uh, images from uh Klimt. Uh, the artist mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um yeah, yeah. because Good. it was sort of like part of the inspiration behind i can't actually remember what the what the project was but um but yeah i really i had loads of fun it was great it was great um experimenting with that and and also because it, i think it was like the textures that you get from pr projection as well where it's kind of like it's a 2d projection of light but it mm -hmm. can look like it gives you a, a interesting 3d texture to the skin mm -hmm. as well which yeah. was uh, which is very have cool. you, um, so that's something have you, ever, have you ever seen those things they do on buildings where they project but they have like a 3d map of the shape yeah. it's projecting onto. Yeah. yeah yeah like you could combine that couldn't you with photography mm. as well and like if you had a 3d model of your face yeah. you could then actually change the projection so it fitted over your face potentially you could, could you do that in really real time still. as well because i mean that was really still yeah <laughs> yeah that's that was sort of like interesting thing like with with something like Clint because it was it was an image of a person so I'd blown it up so it was the size of the person I was then projecting it onto so it kind of like half of their face looked like uh, okay. the face from from the picture almost a bit like that kind of mapping very very basically in like 1998 or whatever it was <laughs> but yeah it, it's um it's timeless cool. techniques that's what they're well you know, well it's yeah. just it's yeah so um reimagining it isn't it for the <laughs> for 2020 yeah. claire i'm intrigued have you ever gone to such elaborate lengths to get a bloke's top <laughs> no, off no but i have no do you know it was a bloke <laughs> i have you sorry was it not a bloke i thought you said no, it was a bloke but, um i have done hmm? some from projection um i did some was it last year yeah last year for the one of the months of the 1212 project i did some i did a shot um and i called it galactic tunnel so I kind of projected some sort of um, outer space sphere onto myself. Um, yeah. So Is it like, like the conjunction from yesterday? Sorry? Yeah. And, and it's Jupiter. Like it's, it was like it came out quite orange. I wish I could show it to you. Um, it's, it's on one of my social media pages. Yeah, I did that. But it's funny because I was only thinking not necessarily for photography, although I like um, like thinking about changing your scenes but i was thinking as well for filmmaking for moving image thinking about kind of rear projection and um how i you know that technique because it can be done well, really well there's that i can't, what's the hitchcock film and it's got the famous scene what's the film psycho called? psycho not no not psycho <laughs> um, and it's got cat, um <laughs> the hitchcock cat, film yeah. with the famous scene no, no, come on there's guys. rear projection in that <laughs> where she's in the car and then there's the uh, the, the, the oh, north by northwest like that and that looks really that's really well done but that's kind of rear projection yeah uh, so when I was researching, he's on the, if you look at it, he's on a studio and on a gravel. He's on the studio on a piece of gravel, and that's kind of on a screen band. Sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> I, when I was researching doing the projection thing, I was reading about Kubrick and how yes. he used oh, yeah. eight eight by ten ectochromes for projecting. I think that was in that might have been two thousand and one. Two thousand and one, yeah. I think Ooh. he did that for. Can you imagine that? Like having a projector that can take an eight by ten neg 
that and projecting that it must have been phenomenal that a big movie that they made there was a lot of new stuff that had never been done before in that movie it's uh yeah the, a lot of the uh, uh all of the animation of the the spaceships and stuff like that it was yeah they they were really pushing the boundaries i remember reading once yeah. years and years and years ago a lot a lot of the reason it's all so floaty and dancey and delicate is that they didn't have the animation technology to move things quickly <laughs> uh, so the way in the frames is that is that what was the problem it, well so they, they, well i mean just all the bits i forget what the music they play is it the blue danube that they play through that i, I can't remember but where all the spaceships are mm. docking and stuff like that mm. it's all very slow and graceful yeah. and mm. uh, uh, it, it was all it was all an artistic decision driven by a technical constraint <laughs> Mm. That's like everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Right, yeah, good point. A lot of successful things in life, yeah. Yeah. That's such a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't get to speak to you last week, Claire, um, although you did manage to get some audio recorded. How did your one-hour challenge go for you? I know you did some brilliant audio. Um, have you had a chance no, to see the results? No, I haven't seen the results, yet? yes. So um, I'm sure I'll have them soon. Yeah, so um, I was unwell, so I couldn't make the, the actual um, evening. So, yeah. When I, I did it, um, what I decided to do, I went decided to do it outside. So I decided to do like a voyeuristic kind of view around my village at night. So I did a recce and a bit, um, I wanted to capture, do you know if you're looking outside, looking into people's like lounges and they've got the lights on the lounge? No, I don't actually. I do, Claire, yeah. I do. Yeah. Don't worry. That's what I'm doing after this program, is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I spend my time going on the prowl round at night <laughs> around my village. We well, you know we're we recording this, right? <laughs> yeah. No, so you know, yeah. So when it looks like quite quite cosy, and, and it, maybe there's just like um an orange light coming out from maybe someone's blinds or windows, and uh, yeah, I wanted to capture that kind of cosy voy voyeuristic look in. So I kind of went around my village, did a recce. And thought, oh, that house is nice, and that one. And fingers She's crossed, casing them. the place. <laughs> yeah, I was literally. They don't and I have was a like, dog. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> fingers crossed. They will have their lights, or they'll be in and have their lights on when I, when I come round. Um, and they were. That was great. And also in the village I live, there's two petrol stations. Um, and I quite like. I know. I know you've seen a lot of photos, but I really like the aesthetic of you know the petrol station at night when it's lit up and it's all alone kind of thing. So I selected which one, and I enjoyed taking that, shooting that. But I had to, um, you know, had to wait a few times because um, even though it was closed, people were a couple of people came and walked across the forecourt. So I had to kind of wait for them to disappear. But as usual, the the hour went really quick, but. Um, I don't know how it's going to transpire though because I'd initially um, was taking my tripod with me. I had Cine still 800. I was taking my tripod with me and I even deliberated about a, a light, bringing a light with me, but I didn't bother with the light. And then on the actual night, it was so cold and it was drizzly. It wasn't nice weather. Um, so I decided even, I don't know whether this is a good decision but i didn't even bother with a tripod so i decided to hand <laughs> hand hand i hand held everything so i'm um, i don't know now whether that was Do you know how long the exposure good, good decision hmm. no we'll have to wait and see um how long was the exposure i think john was asking how oh long sorry it's all right um 
they weren't long, you know. No, they were quite quick. Otherwise, I, I would they going to five, just be ten blurred, seconds? You know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Quick. not long at all. No. <laughs> what camera were you using, Claire? I can't Sorry. remember now. I know you, you did not talk. What camera oh, did you I use? I just I can't used my standard. It, um, it's quite a cheap one. A, a Canon three hundred. It's just a Canon three hundred. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see. But it was freezing. Co- sure it was free. It was just so cold, and because it was raining, basically. I decided. So your hands were really shaking as well. Yeah. It was so cold. <laughs> yeah. I kind of did do that thing, you know, when you breathe in and then don't. Like a yeah. sniper. Like a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll That's see. like when I'm making pinhole viewers, I'm like, okay, you just have to hold your breath. Yeah, I do that. So yeah. you, you're not shaking everywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm glad you explained that because that may, when you're making a pinhole viewer, you make it sound like a pinhole viewer is some sort of unexploded <laughs> bomb you're putting together. It's like, if I, I don't put this bit of tinfoil in right now, you know, yeah. we'll see. Um, um, I could go back round and do it again on a tripod. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Yeah. On, a, on another yeah. night where it's, uh, we've had awful weather actually. So. A sunny day in, in the middle of August. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, I have to say, Claire, you did for for once. My planning did kind of save me from that because when I was sitting and thinking about what I could do, I did look at the the possibility of inside versus outside, and just went, "You can't trust the weather mm. at eight o'clock in mid December. You cannot trust the weather." And actually, it was fairly dry and not freezing here. But yeah, you were unlucky mm-hmm. with that. But I bet you got some nice images though. You you they'll have atmosphere. That's so what we want. Sharpness is a boy's <laughs> body. How were your images, Grace? Rach, you were... Yes. <sighs> You've seen my images. So I made some fairly fundamental mistakes. Um, I tried using lights. That was number one. <laughs> that was my first mistake. Um, practically, the first... Why like, was it a mistake? Because oh, just... I'm, I'm not good at using mm. lights, Claire. And I was in a rush, and I was using a, I was using one. I say I tried, Dave. Please note that I did try. <laughs> you I did so many preps with, as well, like for it, didn't you? you yeah, I you really did. did. I did yeah. my best, and it turns out my best sucks. But that's by the by. But I had like a, I had a light behind <laughs> to try and I don't know why it seemed like a good idea, and I had a LED, a fairly rubbish LED light on one side to give some fill, and a flash on the other side. And I was using my um, digital camera to meter, so all fine. So the the first big mistake that I made was um, I was taking the picture with the digital camera, looking at it and going, okay, that looks all right. But what I was doing was I was looking at the picture on the back of the screen. Makes perfect sense. What I wasn't doing was looking at the histogram. And then the, the screen on the back of the camera is just pretty bright. So when I brought the digital pictures in, because I took quite a few pictures digitally, obviously, as tests and also to make sure I had some. When I brought those into Lightroom, I was like, oh, these are all underexposed by a stop and a half. And this is what I based all of my meter readings off. So that means that all of my film shots are also underexposed by a shot and a half. So that was what mistake number one. That should um, be recoverable, mostly. Is on FP4, I, So you? I, I was using FP4. Now, I had rated it at ISO 200 because that was easy for me to work with with the camera because I think that's the lowest ISO I could rate for with the Fuji so okay ISO 200 Um, but then I had a conversation with John about well okay 
I underexposed all of these by a stop and half. Should I develop the film at ISO 400 instead? And John's advice was, well, it's going to get contrasty. And from looking at the digital pictures, you're already starting to blow out some of the whites because you're a cat-handed fool with lights, which is true. I didn't use and those you, you can really push and pu- he 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 used worse words. <laughs> yeah. He was really cutting, and I spent quite some time. Just try, how on earth do you um, blow out all the whites when you're a, shot and a, a stop and a half underexposed? <laughs> well, see, once, you start, once I started pushing it up, Sinead's got very pale legs, and it was the, the legs. Slash was, wasn't pointed where it should have been. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's Sinead's ghostly legs that's the problem. Um, anyway, in the end, we kind of compromised. <laughs> And we went. I think I did it at two fifty. Was it John? I, I think remember. I um. <laughs> I think I I developed them at ISO two fifty, and the negs were thinner than I would have liked. Um. So when I scanned them in, I had to kind of push them a bit in the scanning phase to try and get them close to where I needed to, so that they weren't completely blacked out, and then do what I could in Lightroom to balance out. Um. So that was that was poor planning which left me with you know not great stuff there but that wasn't the only issue like i said my um use of the lights was fairly ham-fisted and i wasn't thinking so i was getting Sinead to move around and i wasn't adjusting the light so you know sometimes she'd be sat up like this then maybe she'd be leaning forward and i wasn't thinking mm. to move the lights with that um and i just wasn't paying enough attention and uh yeah the, you know there was i mean i got results i've got pictures they're just not. They're just not very good. Um, that's not. That's not true. By the way, I've seen some of them. Like that one that I. You've seen them, but that one that I said I thought looked great to me looked like it was spread out, out of like Krang one. magazine or something. <laughs> it looks super. It's a magazine mm. spread shot. The, that's really cool. <laughs> the out of focus one. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of them were out of focus. Oh, Partly it was out because, of focus. But... And, <laughs> It was completely out of focus because I just wasn't, I just wasn't doing a good enough. I mean, again, another error which completely could have been avoided was I was shooting on medium format uh, f4, uh, despite the fact that I was shooting. I could have cranked up the power on the flash. So, I mean, I was using like the flash at one eighth, so I could have well gone up on the flash. I could have increased the light from the LED mm. panel as well to balance out. So there's no reason for me to be shooting. Uh, um, f4 but that was a choice that i made so that meant that i missed focus on quite a few shots um you you would have lost your led light so that's a that's a matter of compromise because there's no way an led can compete with a flash and so if you were shooting f8 um your ambient in would have been from the led would have been too low and you'd have lost the impact of that so there's no way no way you can balance those two things out uh you know uh you know probably at a, at a depth of field that would give you more stuff in focus. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. I mean, what I am thinking going forward is to probably, I mean, because from, from talking to you, and I know you bought some LED panels as well, Rich, it seems to me like there's kind of, there's not really a good reason to go with flash over LED panels at this point because led panels can be very good they can be mm. powerful enough and with analog in particular where you can kind of see where that modeling is but yeah i mean essentially my inexperience and a couple of schoolboy errors i got pictures they're all right but i the um backdrop i was using i couldn't have it very high because 
I was using um, tripods to hold the bar up. So I got the top of that in. It wasn't very wide because it was the width of a curtain. And because I was trying to sort of get myself in to get, get a couple of um, seated full length shots, I was getting, you know, I got bits of that. And so that's <laughs> just, there were a lot of things. It, it was a learning <laughs> thing. I, I will take lessons away from it. Um, but there's not one shot. I think a couple of the digital ones worked out reasonably well. Um, but there's not one shot, uh, uh, certainly on the roll of film, where I looked and go, yes, everything can, the light is good, the um, posing is good, the focusing is good. It's This is all there. It's like, as you know, there's the one that John said he liked, where the pose is nice and the lighting has worked, mm-hmm. but it's out of focus. And, you know, so it's... Well, I think but, like if you were to do, you could do a small print of that, and I think you'd be surprised if you were doing darkroom prints as opposed to scanning, you might find that mm. your exposure problems might not be so significant if yeah. when you get in the darkroom. Yeah. yeah. So I, I and you could do little like because you've shot in medium format, you could do interesting crops of them as well that I think could you could get some good results from that. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to seeing it. it Did she know like it? Thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she liked some of them. She likes some. She dislikes some of them. It's one of those things where, um, ironically, I'm looking at all the ones that are out of focus. They weren't obviously we weren't massively out of focus, but they were out of focusing. Oh, jeez. Well, she's looking at all the ones that are pin sharp and going, "No, thank you." <laughs> I, guess what? I'm 46. I don't want to see pin right, sharp. Exactly. This is why analog's great. <laughs> <laughs> No, exactly. The fidelity was perhaps a little bit too uh, good for some of those pictures. But I certainly, I mean, and that was the main thing. I, I talked about this on the evening. The number one thing I wanted from that was a few pictures that she liked um, because she gave up her time and made an effort. And we really enjoyed doing it. And because we enjoyed doing it, mm, we'll do yeah. it again. And, but I, I definitely think that, um, yeah, a good Ellie. I'm going to be picking you. Actually, Abe, maybe you can give us some suggestions now for me and everybody else. There's no point me picking mm. your brains off there. Get good com- compact LED light panels. It's preferably on a decent budget. What would you suggest? Oh, well, that's the problem, isn't it? Um, so it, it's as a, as a general rule, you'll get what you pay for, uh, and mm-hmm. the more you pay, the better the build quality, and usually the better the light quality. Although there are a couple of brands now that are doing very affordable things at uh, that with, with also good light quality so godox is good uh, in the same way that they've kind of taken over quite a lot in the flash world they they're all their continuous lights are, are pretty good their led lights are pretty good um i mean there's always aperture uh you know they they they're very well respected um and there, there are it, it is sometimes a bit of potluck on quality control but some of the the what you'd consider the chinese knockoff brands right are are, are putting out good stuff so the lights lighting me right now are young nuo lights yeah uh, and they're good um they are um would they survive a fall no <laughs> um yeah they're not something as a professional would want because they're just not rugged enough but actually the light quality is mm. pretty good out of them they're consistent i've got two of them and if you set them to the same color to temperature they're actually the same color which is kind of important <laughs> um uh, so you know i i'd say just generally speaking at your budget level 
you know, pick pick a brand that you, that is a recognisable brand because you what what you want is as as you add them over time, you probably want to roughly stick with the same brand so that you can match them, right? So that the colours are going to be the same mm-hmm. and stuff like that because there's there's nothing harder to correct for and unless you want to just go for black and white there's nothing harder to correct for than different colors of white <laughs> um and it's really glaring and obvious so you know st- you know I- i'd say i mean I've, I've had these young newer ones for a while now and they work well so i'd say they're pro- they're they're all right yeah they're good yeah and i'm sure there are others i just don't have experience with the others mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, the young young newer ones you were talking about, they're these ones, aren't yeah, they? The, yeah, the two that about? I've got that are lighting me right now, yeah, uh, are ones. So how do you use those with light modifiers? Um, you don't particularly. So the idea behind a light wand, uh, if anybody can picture you know, th- those mm-hmm. kinds of things, many of them around these days, they're all, a lot of them stemmed from the original design of the, the Westcott Ice Light. Um, they... they simulate in in one dimension uh, a larger light source so they can because they're, they're they're long and very very thin so if you you can depending on which way you want the long light to be yeah. soft you can either hold them horizontally or vertically so yeah. if you want if you want you know to to, to take a p- photograph of somebody and you've only got one of them best to have it vertically because you can cover all of their face and down you know halfway down their body with one light which is yeah. which is good um but if you're you're going to do other things with them you can have them at different angles so so those they, they are also very compact and you don't need you know they don't need to mm. to worry about them being blown over in the wind if you're outdoors yeah. or, or anything like that you know they'll sit on any light stand yeah you know, they'll they won't get blown over and, and they can be quite flexible it's how much do they retail for oh blimeck now you're asking mm. um i think they're about 120 a piece or something like that i think okay. that they're, they're not they're, there are cheaper uh, brands mm. um uh, and more expensive ones, uh, but but the young newer ones for me are a decent balance between quality and cost. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, depends on what you want, how robust you want to be. If you're going to put them on the petrol tank of a motorbike and then fall off the motorbike, <laughs> you probably want something a little bit more robust. But I don't know where I got, I don't know where I got that right. use case from. Everyone's a comic. Jeez. Yeah, I think they're about 120 pounds. I think they're not currently available on Amazon, or at least not the one I'm looking at. But they might be third generation one i think mine are the second generation ones which are difficult to get hold of now but the third generation one i guess should be better uh yeah i don't know this uh yn363 i don't know so many different but yeah 105 pounds uh on amazon amazon prime so that's not bad it can look like something maybe i finished hmm maybe once i finished paying to repair a bike that somehow ended up going down the road <laughs> but yeah that's it that's a really good tip um because yeah I, it, it was good fun doing it um and let's just say that there's plenty to build on for the future in in terms of because you know at least at least when i look at the roller film and when i look at the digital pictures as well because these mistakes were across both it's just you can get away with more stuff with digital because you can kind of push and shove and um but I can look and I can go, okay, well, I know what mistakes I made. <laughs> Next time, <laughs> let's try not to make those mistakes again. Just for, just for Tell you what, another thing um, on the budget light thing. Sorry, just a thought. If you only shoot black and white, it doesn't matter what colour your lights are. 
So you can mm. buy stuff that's cheap as chips. Uh, you go down to home base and buy work lights, right? Uh, um, it doesn't matter what what you're doing with the color of the lights if you're shooting black and white. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. Well, that's what I was actually using. So I was, from the, the light from behind was a work lamp, kind of an LED oh, yeah. work lamp kind of thing. To So, um, yeah, so I was using that. It's quite big and it's quite bulky and it's difficult to mount. Although it does actually have a, a tripod mount on it. I'm not sure why, but it does. But it doesn't fit. But yeah, so, um, yeah, that was it. But yeah, I mean, these coloured mm -hmm. lights, Claire, they could be... Do you have any coloured LED Me? lights at the moment, Yes, Claire? I do. I just bought some... Um... Well, going back to just what Aid <laughs> said, I think I've bought some. I wish I, where are they? I'd get them and show you. I've had some of those like cheap, <laughs> cheap ones I've got online. Um, but you know, you you put them on and they they've got brackets and you have to put them onto a stand. So you can have about three in a row. But I've just bought um, I've just bought some of those newer lights, those six sixties. How, how are they? I've seen those. Yeah, how are they? Yeah. Well, I've not actually used them because I've literally only just got them. So I've not used used them. I've tested them out, but they seem quite powerful. And I've also bought an 18-inch um, ring light, you know, a, a newer ring light. And oh, yeah, yeah, bas yeah. Basically, just exactly what you just said, um, Aid, about having them all matching. And so you can have the hard light, you can have the the um, the duo light, or you can go through all the color ranges uh, and sync them all. And they've got modes on them as well. If, especially if I'm making the, the some of the special effects modes, I thought would be handy for when I'm making f moving images, because <laughs> you can get like the cracking crack um, like the light bulb effect, you know, like a bulb going on and off. But anyway, no, but they're quite they're quite mm. powerful. I was just looking actually. I don't know if you'd be able to see probably won't be able to see but i did um i did a shoot the other week and i actually brought all the lights to it um indoors in in in, a, in, a, in like a cinema and but in the end i ended up just using the the ring light and i got a couple of um some good images from that although afterwards i was thinking maybe i should have got the other ones out because i could have lit further back and had more red red chairs but oh, you can never yeah. have enough light <laughs> i know you can never have enough because now i want one of the 960 newer lights so i'd be really interested to hear how you get on with them when you get a chance to use the 960 them. behind you the yeah, 60s yeah. light you know one there one or one here one there light in the room and then 960 behind you and i think you'd all be quite sorted possibly yeah. how um with led lighting how is the power output measured like like when you're comparing lights to see how powerful they are what do you look for to see which ones are the most powerful so that's a that's a tricky question to answer actually um because all the manufacturers seem to report stuff in different ways so the if if you talk one of the ways i found as a coping strategy for that is to look for youtube reviews uh yeah. where test these things and they they test them with a, a proper you know light meter and color emitter and stuff like that they can test the color quality and they can test mm -hmm. the, the the output 
Um, I think that if there was to be a standard, I think it, it would be something like the the number of lux at one meter. I've seen you know quite a few reviewers seem to focus on that as you know, um, and I forget there, there's two two measures of output. One is lux, and the other is lumens. Or lumens is output, and lux is per per area unit that uh, it hits it at a distance or something like that. It's okay. all really complex stuff that I haven't got my head at round. Um, but but I, just, yeah, like, I, I vaguely remember looking at LED lights a while ago, and I was just so confused on determining which ones were more powerful. Yeah, and like say, in the end, I ended up just doing looking up on YouTube and just going, "Oh yeah, that's that seems like the equivalent of whatever in tungsten." So that'll do. <laughs> yeah, that's that is another way of doing it. Yes, it's figured, yeah. What we yeah what it, is it is it a thirty watt or a fifty watt or a hundred yeah. watt? Yeah, that sort of. Yes, from the days when you used to be allowed to buy light bulbs, um, it's it is it, it is hard, um, and so you so the the trick is to look to a third party that's tested stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. How do you find the battery life? Because that's one of the things that always slightly concerns me with these um, LED panels is how long they're going to last. I, it was one of my biggest worries actually going into this one hour challenge thing because I know that my rechargeable batteries have all been around for a while. I was like, oh God, I think I'm going to get halfway through this and stuff's just going to fail. And in the end it didn't, it was fine. But you're obviously using your light ones for prolonged periods doing video stuff and things like that. How have you find that they, uh, they last quite well when you plug them into the mains? Mm. <laughs> oh, okay, so that is an option. You yeah. can plug them into the mains. That's... I mean, many of many of these kinds of lights, they do have in the, in the sales blurb how long they'll last at full power or half power or quarter power. Um, it's it's one of those things because of the inverse square law. They say you know that that a hundred percent is double fifty percent, but very often it only looks very marginally brighter to me. Um, uh, and often you can get all the brightness you need from it. I find uh, about thirty percent of of power. Um, I mean the one that uh, I've got two at the moment. One is bouncing off the ceiling, and that's that's possibly on about eighty percent power because, but just because of the distance it has to throw. The one that's my fill light, if I can put my hand there, might cast a shadow on my face a little bit. Um, that's on about one mm. or two percent. <laughs> Yeah. Right, and so that would last for many hours. So I would imagine for a photo shoot, if you're out shooting for an hour, you should have no problems at all, even if you've got them on full blast all the time. Really, and um, yeah, most most lights should be able to do at least that. Um, it it would only be if you were making a movie and you needed time between scenes to keep the lights on, stuff like that, that you'd have to worry about battery power. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's cool. Um, before we wrap up, uh, and say, I'm gonna have to say for listeners because listeners can't see this, but we all can. There's a there's a hole where once there was yeah. a Rachel. Unfortunately, Rachel is clearly not clear of the bug that threw her down last week. Um, she had to disappear off because, uh, as she messaged me, I don't want anybody to see me <laughs> throwing up on screen. Um, so we appreciate so um, get well soon, Rachel, because it does sound like she's struggling to shake off this bug. I don't know how is it must be a very Welsh bug that you've managed to share with yeah, her across the water because we went yeah. down the same exactly the same time didn't we um, yeah, yeah you did so, <laughs> did you psychically yeah. transmit it to her i think right. i think i did yeah not intentionally yeah she called the hotline because <laughs> we did literally both were both in bed sick for the same day yeah yeah it seemed yeah. to come from nowhere as well yeah well what i wanted to just do a quick round the room on before we get before we wrap up for this mm. year let's face it um 2020 
less said the better, I think, ultimately. But I would love to know, looking forward, what you guys are hoping for and excited for. I know we all we, we went into 2020 with such <laughs> dreams, such <laughs> plans and visions of what we were going to do, and then <laughs> straight out the window. So, Aid, what are you hoping for for 2021? What are you hoping you can do? What's, what's your dream photographically and socially photographically for 2021? Well, other than my new travel photography business. <laughs> Other than your new travel <laughs> photography business, yeah, absolutely. I do, crack straight so, on with that. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, the photographic one is 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 a little bit easier to get to get. I mean, I'm I'm pleased with the amount of photos I've take I'm taking at the moment, uh, and I haven't been able to say that for a couple of years. So you know, I'd, I'd like to see some some sticking power from me. <laughs> I know I know I have to take some responsibility for that, but I'd like to get I'd like to to keep going, keep pushing it. Um, uh and as you, as yes here is me here's my the sound of my prints again mm. um uh yeah <laughs> those smug. that that is an open-ended thing i just said right i'm just going to print i'm going to try and do one print a day and i don't know what i'm going to do with that i don't know if i'm going to do anything with it i mean a lot of them uh you know actually not a lot some of them are being printed two or three times you know to get them just right some of them i'm just leaving them at the test print stage because maybe the shot isn't strong enough in the first place or i just haven't got around to doing them again i saw um one of the things i've been playing with an idea right there's um there's a there's a guy on youtube called dan milner i don't know if any would you reckon recognize the name um he's a he's a youtuber but he also works for blurb and so yes sometimes he's pushing books right but but he had this really idea for like a notebook like a journal notebook but where you where you print it as a bespoke one and you put some of your own graphic design in it and your own photographs in it and stuff like that so you can surprise yourself with it with a photograph and i thought not only would that be good for me it though that could that could be good as like gifts for people couldn't it and stuff like mm. that you know give them a gift that is useful and also how you've snuck in some of your photographs right mm. <laughs> i'll get away from them um, so more printing i'd like to do some bigger printing because i'm um, six by fours are great but i'd like to do some bigger printing um, did you um did you used to print your work when you were shooting on film uh not myself um right. but yes i mean there are there are two or three framed quite large prints around the house um there are that i have drawers full of sort of eight by tens um and there is a there's a photo wall in the house which is like family stuff and a mm. lot of the shots mm -hmm. there because uh, yeah uh, this is of all extended family it's a whole wall full of stuff and a lot of that is is um is, so some of that i've played with like printing on metal plates and stuff like that yeah but it's but it's all from labs and services it's not something okay like I, I just wondered if this that was something that shifted with in your new direction is actually starting to print things but if you've been printing things previously then it's it's, it's more, it's more though. it is more i want to print more okay. I want to do, yeah uh, i don't know why just for fun and then the things mm -hmm. will end up lying around the house and i'll have storage issues but i'm just going to try it and see if, see if it's fun mm -hmm. so that, that'd be me more photos and more printing mm. yeah that sounds good what about you claire what are you hoping to get from 2021 um well one thing i am looking forward to is the 1212 project is starting again so that's cool. uh mm -hmm. you know um shooting to a theme every month um on, on instant film so that will get me going again and get me thinking and, and knowing that i have to create a piece a, 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 
an image that I'm happy with um, at the end of every month. Um, and I'm really hoping that, um, well, we'll see where we get to. It'd be nice if I could get away into some lovely bright sun again to make some <laughs> sun-soaked images. <laughs> Not Wales. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, just thinking that, because I was thinking my, my mental image of your uh, of your photography is is a lot of it is based in, in the sunshine. Yeah. You're, you're shooting just down the road from home, you know, and making it look really, really glamorous, uh, or whether you're actually off somewhere really, really glamorous. <laughs> a bit of both a bit of both but um it's been very but this year's been hard hasn't it because well we did have okay weather but then we were in a complete lockdown and then you know just the year we've had and then i've not been able to go anywhere so that's what i'm hoping um to get back into making some sort of the sun sun drenched um images and some um some little films as well um i've got a photo shoot planned for january i just pray that i'm able to get there because I've like already kind of rented somewhere out as a location, so kind of planning mm. that. But it could get cancelled, couldn't it? If depending where we are, but fingers crossed. Yeah. So, John, what about um, you? Um, I've got two things that I'm really hoping for. One is like the stuff I love taking photos of when I'm out is behind the scenes at theatres and at gigs and stuff. And those industries have just collapsed, mm. um, unfortunately. And for them, I would love those industries to come back on force and then also be able to get behind the scenes and, and capture that photographically. Um, personally, I'm looking forward to kind of exploring maybe a bit more kind of narrative to the work I do and meaning behind the images as opposed to kind of piecing it all together afterwards a bit. So have more intent to what I'm doing, which probably involves a bit more planning. Um, so yeah, it's that, and that that's feasible without in lockdown as well. Um, and it's kind of the direction I'm going in, but out of lockdown it's definitely behind the scenes documentary. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm craving it, and and like yeah. and travel as well. Fundamentally, I've been watching travel TV programs at the moment, and I'm just sitting there going, "Oh, I just want to go away." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How old's your daughter again? Pardon? How old's your daughter again, John? <laughs> not old enough to go away with. <laughs> not gonna happen. It's not gonna. Happen. <laughs> I need to get. Yeah. A, Keep I want to get a two-week week pass and just go. <laughs> <laughs> You don't ah. say that. You know, don't, go, go. Have you sorted? I, I did that once. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like. Yeah. How old were your kids then? Uh, how old were my kids then? They would have been eight and six. There you go. You just got what's that, John? <laughs> Seven more years. <laughs> They'll fly. Is it, if I could. If I can somehow turn it into a work opportunity, then I've got to go, haven't I? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah good luck with that let me know how that pans out um i have to say I, i'm actually going to i think my feelings for 2021 is going to echo <laughs> where kind of similar in certain ways to where aid was this time last year um i want to see some people this year i want to get out and do more photo walks i want to connect with people but particularly also I want to do, I say more photo walks. We did one last year. Oh, no, two. Because I did one with in, you. One in January, in, which we did. January. And then we, yeah, and then did one in Oxford. So I got two I photo walks two, in. Yes. 
Yeah. So that's not bad going, considering that the rest of the year we're spending in lockdown. I think we pretty much <laughs> nailed that. Um, I want to do more of that stuff just to catch up with more people. But also, I want to connect with more people one-to-one and leech all of the goodness and knowledge that they have <laughs> out of them to improve my photography. So, like, one of the things that I've really wanted to do this year was get up and spend time with John and, you know, go, like, spend time in the dark and hang out and do fun you, stuff. You never told me about this. You know, what? I, <laughs> I was going to be surprised, John. Um, but, no, I, I'm really keen to do that. I just, yeah, just get out and, and do stuff with other people because I think um, this year part of what's really stymied my desire to shoot is a lack of um, inspiration and motivation. And I think part of that is just, it, it is that absence of human contact and being inspired by just being around other people and the the, the things that get sparked off by that. Um, somebody will say something and you suddenly go, oh, there's an idea that might be completely tangentially related to anything they said, but there's just something there. Whereas I found that being in a bubble um, sort of an isolated space it's just kind of shriveled up and died and and it hasn't so um yeah I, you know i hope i get to see all of you guys yeah. next year i hope that you know and and i hope it's in the real way not in the virtual way but you know even if it's in the virtual way i think i'm going to try and find time to uh connect with people that way because mm -hmm. that can work too you know i i desperately maybe i can I get some lights aid i can actually pick your brains and we can do like a virtual shoot and you can help me go and i put that there sure. and do this stuff and <laughs> actually help teach me this stuff that would be good um so that's that's what i want from 2021 i want to be able to, I, I actually i've already got my first socially distanced one-on-one photo walk <laughs> planned with a friend of the show um for right at the beginning of the year so i'm starting off on the right foot so and hopefully there'll be many more of that and for our listeners i, I hope that means that we do get to see far more of you um next year because it was a really fun thing that we got to do in 2019 we sort of caught up with people on a few occasions didn't we? yeah we did it was good it was good and it's and... a shame we haven't managed to do it uh, this year it's just yeah from my from my two yeah. photo walks <laughs> and your two four photo walks it's not a lot of socializing is it yeah it's not a lot room for improvement very much room for improvement um so yeah, hopefully lots to look forward to. I don't think that necessarily 2021 is going to launch stratospherically into awesomeness, mm. but I, I think we're all hoping that it's going to climb slowly out of the hole that it's in, right? That has to happen. Yeah, yeah it, will. Um, it will. Slow, slowly, probably, so. but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but. But yeah, so for everybody out there listening, one, thank you so much for being with us for another year. We really appreciate it. Boy, what a year it's been. What a weird year. And I know for a lot of people, it's not been a year where podcasts have really been top of anyone's priority. I mean, I know you were saying before we started recording, Aid, that you found out with the future of photography that you know, there's not as many people listening because people just aren't commuting anymore. anymore yeah. You're not listening. Yeah. Um, so if you are still listening, thank you. And Thank you for, if you're not listening, do one. I mean, I suppose it really doesn't matter, does it? Um, but, you know, I, I'm I'm excited about 2021. I think, you know, there's a good thing At the come. very least, it's something to... that's had to push you can do on your own. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Um, to everybody out there who is facing Christmas in a way that they would not want to be facing christmas this year um with you know our thoughts are with you all i think we're all 
for the most part, quite lucky, us lot here, that we're kind of getting to do at least a semblance of what we want to do with Christmas. We're not isolated and on our own, but that's not everyone's case, certainly. So if that is you, uh, and if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, then I hope we've provided some company at least. We will be with you. We've been with you this year. We'll, we're not going anywhere. For those people, um, we probably should try and end the show on an up note, though, shouldn't we? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, Gone. Give us a good up note. What's a I good up note? I don't know. If you see my hat, um, you know, the elf ears on my hat are a pretty good up note. I don't know how well they come across on the audio, uh, but uh, <laughs> I'll put my flashing <laughs> lights on my head John's as well. Gonna, John's putting his flashing lights back on. So, yes. Loads of I'm going to give my better Yes, shake. we haven't talked about your hat, actually, Graham. Uh, you look like a cross between an elf and a Celtic supporter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen, elves can be Celtic supporters too. I was, too, I was no, actually wondering not. whether it was a Christmas hat or a football hat. It's got elf ears, Claire. Look, it has got ears. Yeah. <laughs> Celtic supporters do not necessarily have elf ears. No judgment if they do. Or a obviously, bell. like I said, <laughs> elves can. Or a bell. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot about the bell and then halfway through, what's that jingling? Oh, there's a bell in my hat. That's great. What a what a wonderful discovery that was for me to every now and again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, listeners, we will get out of here and leave you, hopefully, to uh, a lovely Christmas dinner or whatever the heck Christmas is this year. You know, I think in general, it's a well wash, but that's all right. There's more of them to come. It's going to be great. 2021 is going to be a much better year. I absolutely believe it. It's going to be good. It might not be straight away, but it's going to be good. And I think we're going to end up seeing, hopefully, a lot more of each other and a lot more of you out there. Um, I know Rach would absolutely echo that far more eloquently than me if she wasn't off busy being sick somewhere, never around (laughs) when you need her. Typical, typical Rachel. Um, We will play you out. With something festive, who knows what, but it'll be something (laughs) festive. (laughs) So look forward to that. And we will be back with you in 2021, in the new year. Who knows with what? It will be an adventure and we never like to to plan these things too far in advance or indeed at all because that just kills the magic and we really need that magic now. Wouldn't you agree, Aid? (laughs) Yes. More than ever. ever. Absolutely. I think Aid needs a drink Um, looking at his face. I've got a non-alcoholic drink here beside me. Uh, One of the things I have done done a lot of during lockdowns through the year is drink, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> time for a break then. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I know we've mentioned a few times that obviously you're doing the future photography is that weekly or fortnightly oh, no, every, every week uh, it is every, every week, week yeah. yeah so um, uh, just the, thefutureofphotography.com there is oh, 160 odd episodes in the back catalogue at this point you just started so, yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Let's go. yeah just started yeah yeah uh, and uh yeah we have a discord server which is great get get some chat going on it's a bit bit, it's almost a bit like the old days on pixelated photographer graham where we first met um yeah to to have Mm -hmm. a a discord server is a bit of fun you know a bit more interaction and what have you and uh yeah it's all good all good so you'll give me all the links for those things and stick them in the show notes Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah Splendid stuff. And are you, uh, you're you not, I think it's safe to say, the most active on social media. What's but social every now and media? again, there is a Twitch. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. But <laughs> but you you are on Twitter. You are. Let's see if we get the number right. It's aid nine six. It is nine six eight. Yes. And for those car aficionados amongst you, it relates to a car I used to drive. Um, and you and are you still doing stuff on Instagram at all? Are the pictures you're doing now with your phone stuff? Are they finding no, the way to Instagram? No, no. I I, no. I, I have tried Instagram, and uh, but I the signal to noise ratio is is terrible, and because it's full of adverts, and also mm-hmm. the you the I don't know if it's something about Facebook, but the UI right of, of anything to do with Facebook is so cluttered you can't actually see any of the content, and it drives me nuts. Um, so I know there's a whole thriving community out there. I'd kind of like to be a part of it, but the just the app itself puts me off. Mm. <laughs> it's horrific. They've, yeah. like, they've changed it in the last few weeks as well. It's they? just it's right. even worse mm. now. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, I think everyone's yeah, jumping I, I ship of that as far as I can see. Right, get yourself set up. We should set up a, a Sunny 16 Discord. There is one. There Isn't is there? one. Oh, there okay. is one. Right. I um, didn't do it. Matthew did it. Matthew Joseph did it. For nobody us. invited me to join um, it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i mean i never get on there obviously because it's <laughs> but yeah there, there are people on there so there is the sunny 16 pod. i'll try and remember to put the link yes, into that invite, well. yes i would um, I, I would like to be part of the sunny 16 okay. discord you're a discord user absolutely i will i will do that dude i will do that um and yes uh, instagram what you were just saying john i know we were just leaving but i just want i want my quick rant about instagram because they have changed the app just recently i love the fact that they've put the shop icon right where you're used to clicking to see your activity yeah. that was very true so you accidentally click on and go oh that's a shop now right thank you but no also you can tell that facebook are really getting their claws in because it's going oh here's someone you might want to follow on instagram and the people they're recommending are people that neither instagram nor facebook should have any business knowing that i've ever had any contact with i saw i got a recommendation for somebody who i did two weeks of work for 12 years ago wow and it's like oh it's it's slightly scary because it makes you realize oh they can probably map out every person i've ever had a conversation with on the phone and they still can't get the ads Um, right yeah (laughs) and they still can't get the ads right so um yeah never mind anyway where were we oh yeah we were leaving see this is what happens like once once you've gone the end of the show just fall well, apart I'm, I'm sure so longer term listeners will remember i'm excellent at closing out podcasts <laughs> oh you you i you're still better than i ever will be there's still a bumble mess stop every week i do that, but that's all right now. yeah <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> 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 Happy Christmas, everyone, and have a lovely new year. Goodbye! Happy Bye. Christmas! Bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs>